This is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. This is your host, IMC. This week, we are beginning our Halloween month with a look at the big three of cinematic monsters. We're starting with Dracula. After that, stick around for our upcoming events and our question of the week. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. I, I just want to go into the one, 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 <laughs> two, one two. monster movie. Ha, ha, ha. Two, two monster movies. Ha, ha, ha. Three, three monster movies. We, we just we, basically well, got the Halloween mon- season. I watched three monster movies yesterday. One right after the other. So this week is Dracula. <laughs> Next week we're doing which one? Frankenstein's Frank Next Epstein. week. And then the week after that is the Wolfman. The Wolfman, yes. the which Wolfman. I have, oh, I have a comment about the Wolfman. But he needs a flea collar. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. no talk, yeah, talk yeah, to no. My mom. Yeah. Well, talk to him. Oh, I can only imagine if your mom is involved. Yes. I love you, Nana Robin. <laughs> anyway, um, so in the studio, everybody's on studio today. Nobody's on the phone. Nope. Nobody's on the phone. You want to? I, I can call me. You if call. You call in. Call in. Yeah. There's the legend, Billy DeTori. How you doing, Billy? Good. How are you? I'm having more fun than I conceivably know what to do with. I'm, I'm, a, I'm glad one of us is. I'm, I'm, <laughs> he said he was discombobulated I'm today. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying. And then, or, as always, my favorite co-host of all time, the only co-host I've actually ever had is... <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't you have a co-host the day I was out? Um, Sort of. <coughs> you had remember. Ray. I had Ray. I, you I had really, Ray and Ian that day. I, I really can't. Bounce yeah. thoughts off of Ray like I do with no. you because Ray <laughs> no. Ray's going to turn everything to Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> I was about well, to say, because yeah. you had to run your job and my job that yes, day. Yes, because I was doing the research and the reading. Because I wasn't and in the studio. And, yeah. Yes, neither was I. <laughs> so like, I can go Ray. So Jurassic Park is going to be coming out with a sequel this week. Yeah, and the Red Ranger is going to be. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to smack that boy silly one of these. I'm going to smack the beard right off his face one of these days. I swear to God. We love Ray. Yes, we do. Sort of. Anyway. But yes, I'm no. here. And no, so I'm Tanya's here. Little... Billy's here. And so is also the monkey girl is here. Ah, let's see. He she thought he should... Sherry's giving me a dirty look at the monkey. I'm not giving you a dirty I'm look. saving the best for last. Oh, yeah. See, there right. it is. <laughs> monkey girl's smarty. here. Hi, honey. Hi. How are you doing? Today. I'm good. Are we having fun yet? Yes. Yes, and we've got cider and donuts in the house today. And she Yay. just ordered her monkey gear. And she did. What'd you get? Got a, got a hoodie. Good, getting a hoodie? Okay. Because we're going to be talking about that shortly, too. Mm-hmm. So, And last but certainly not least is the beloved producer, Sherry. Hi, producer Sherry. Hello. How are you? I am. I have cider and donuts. <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> yeah, there's donuts You can't go there. wrong with that right now. Homemade, I mean, this is the season for homemade. that. Homemade. Apple cider donuts and apple squeeze from the Clinton Cider Mill in Clinton, New York. Yay. Free advertising there. And they did not pay me to say that. <laughs> and anybody out there who thinks this is pumpkin spice season, I'm sorry, no, but you're it's just, apple, you're it, slightly mistaken. No, wait a minute. You're just wrong. <laughs> I can't stand pumpkin. I can't do it. I Pumpkins are fun to I carve like and paint and delights. stuff like that. That's a bit, huh? I like pumpkin delights. They're a little Debbie thing that I've had since yes. I was little, and they they only come out this time of year, and I mm. love them. They were the original pumpkin spice. So, oh, so, so you so buy good. them, freeze them, and then bring them out every so often. Do you they think don't last like, that long. They don't. If, if they it's reboot not like the a Spice Girls, is that going to be one of them? You pumpkin got, spice? You got sporty spice, scary spice, posh, and pumpkin? <laughs> is that a thing? There's dead air. Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's the only way to treat Chris when he's off on one of his tangents. Just tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to, yeah. I want to go I take a nap. I want to get to this podcast without getting killed. Uh, <laughs> Good luck. I, we have yeah. to restart it then. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I know. So it's it's. It, I had uh, I spent the entire day yesterday working around the house, outside and in, and I was having just so much fun. It was I was adulting, and I was entertained by it. It was amazing. <laughs> I got by, I got to the end of the day, and and I, I I don't drink beer anymore, but I still drink I drink hard ciders and mead and things like that. So I pop open a cider, and I'm watching the Doctor Who marathon on BBC America because in very short order, Jodie Whittaker is coming out, and I am so looking forward to this now. It's amazing, okay. you know, and it's She's fun. Squealing. She did. Little monk squealed, but it, you know, for me, it's kind of like a full circle kind of a thing because I, I know I've, in the past I've gone on record that I didn't want to see a female doctor because I was always concerned that it would be just kind of like a token thing that they were doing to placate a mm-hmm. certain vocal fandom. You know that I didn't think it was. I thought it was going to be a gimmick. And the more I've seen this woman in action, the more I've seen some of the things that she's done in the past, other parts she's played, and then I see the interviews that she's been doing. I'm like, yeah, I am. She's the doctor. I'm in. I'm all in, and I'm looking forward to October 7th. I was watching a video on Facebook the other day where Doctor Who fans were weighing in on Jodie Whittaker as the new doctor, and she was in the in a little room behind them uh-huh. listening and then she kept coming out and surprising all of them. I love how them. they do that these I days. I've been things. seeing that yeah when the celebrity pops up out of the blue. That's awesome. Yeah. And that David Tennant actually knew that Jodie Whittaker was the doctor before like other people knew because yeah. the producer were, yeah. had called him and said, "Well, the next person that's going to call you is the doctor because the doctor wants to call you." Isn't the story goes that his, his mother called him next? No, the, the joke was, "What would if your what because he was on the Graham Norton show and okay. said, "Oh, what would happen if your mom called you?" "Mom, I didn't know you were up for this part." was the was the joke that he was saying, but yeah. then the name Jodie popped up on his phone uh-huh. and since they are friends from right. Broadchurch and things like that, mm-hmm. then then he was like, "Yeah, I I got this. This, this is exciting. This mm-hmm. is good. So. This is cool. So I'm, I am I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, there is a trailer out where shows her in action with her three companions. She's got quite the team together. I'm, I'm looking at the. Um, is it a new Power Rangers team? No, it's not a new Power Rangers <laughs> team. No, How many Power Rangers references can we make during this podcast? I hopefully as few as possible. <laughs> so hopefully I'll start dwindling as we actually start talking about real things. I mean, huh? What? Uh, sorry, Ray. And Susan and I just Not started sorry. rewatching uh, the Christopher Eccleston this past week, so I expect to be mm-hmm. on the Jodie Whittaker episodes In sometime about three years? after. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> BBC America is doing it, a marathon right now, and of course they're showing the seasons in completion. So they're showing like doc, you know, they're showing Doctor Ten. You know, David Tennant in series one, they show the whole thing, but then they're bouncing around to different series after that. They're like, no! It's so bizarre. They, they'll show series three, then they show series one. That would one. break my head. Oh, it's just... <laughs> because you want it to be sequential, like, yes! what comes next, yes. what comes next. And... Yeah, yes. but that's, yeah. the BBC is doing it intentionally to be entertaining. Yeah, they're, they're not entertaining it, you. We're showing it's, they're entertaining themselves. There, yes, that's it. They're, how many doing... how many people can uh, write email complaints to I know. BBC going? Listen, we were trying to record this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> anyway, so like I was saying, I adulted you know, all day yesterday, and I cleaned out my my garage of all of my predecessors' stuff. You had a minor break with your watched Frankenstein. I did. In we, did we watched Frankenstein for next week's podcast, um, and then. Uh, what else I do? I start trimming hedges and you know, just painting rooms and stuff. I was I was full on adult yesterday. It was amazing, and then uh, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, no, really, it doesn't. Not in my case. I was the laziest human being you'll ever meet yesterday. See, so you know, we should have stopped okay, by 
because we came down Ridge Road, we should have uh-huh. stopped by. I'm like, oh, Billy lives down there to get those videos. We because then- I, I do have them all on DVD, but yesterday... <laughs> we said Billy was going to be in his glory. Yeah, was the fin- yesterday was the final game of New York Mets third baseman David Wright. Yeah, I saw oh, him. Maybe yeah. the Met- best Mets player ever. Did he retire? He retired. Uh, he'd been trying to come back from spinal stenosis for the last couple oh, of wow. years. And just wasn't working, but he'd worked his way enough to where he was going to play one final game. Mm-hmm. That was last night. So and they, they made spent a big deal about it. SNY, the station in New York that carries all the Mets games, showed like his best games and highlights and documentaries for uh, from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. when the pregame for the show for the pregame for the actual game started. Then the game, which went which went 13 innings oh, by the day. And then a post-game thing with a video tribute and an interview and all that. So so this finished right before Saturday Night Live last night for you? Uh, the on-field interview ended just as Saturday Night Live was starting. So and you had then, a long day. Yeah. And then I watched some Saturday Night Live, which is god-awful. <laughs> oh, God. Has it been good since the original cast left? There are... Every now and then they do something so funny I can't even stand it. Adam Driver was the host last night. Oh, okay. Uh, and the comedy stuff was okay. It had its moments like it always does. Mm-hmm. But Kanye West's performance was the stupidest thing. Did you even say something the, about water even bottles? The, even if the show was fantastic, uh-huh. it would have been the worst episode ever because of Kanye West. Oh, I can't stand him. I, you know what I want you to do is I want you to go back to the first observation you made, and instead of saying performance, just say Kanye West is stupidest thing ever. Him, him, <laughs> and, him and his sidekick or whoever were literally dressed in water bottle costumes, singing a song that I it's just way past my you know. It's for young people, and I'm old, so it made me grumpy. He he joked that he was going to play that song this morning mm-hmm. on his radio show, but oh, he yeah. didn't. He went on to something else. No. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see Kanye? He's a genius. Last night, at- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I was actually listening during that time. blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. <laughs> if Kanye West is legitimately a genius, then I'm Japanese. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I am, I'm actually a six-foot-five <laughs> Japanese man. It's just, I, I can't, uh, I don't get him. So. I really don't. No, I don't want to. But anyway, moving on. So I was on. very lazy yesterday. That was the point of that. But that was a good laziness, yeah, though. Seriously. Yeah. 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 So how long did Wright play for? Uh, he came up in 2004. Okay. And retired last night. Okay. So, so it's a good 14 years. And he's years. like number one all time in Mets for hits and for uh, d- doubles and batting ever. Like he's he's got a lot of mm-hmm. Met records. Nice. So. All right. Well, good for him. Hope so that's he's... Billy's geekiness, other yeah. than comic books. Yes, that's one of my many geekiness. So I, I everything I cried. Love enough. enough. Absolutely. I laughed and cried and all kinds of things. Your it, cat it, snuggling it, with you during this yeah, time? Yeah, the one that didn't jump out the window over the last. Oh dear. Week. Which one? Oliver. Oliver, Oliver took off. He, he, Oliver and company, he's going to go hang out with okay, you. I, I'm, I'm sorry to make this longer. <laughs> That's all right. But um, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I get home and I, I go upstairs, do some stuff. Susan's downstairs. I'm reading. I watch TV. I took a nap. And I wake up and I go downstairs. And there's, no, during the course of all this upstairs, cats have wandered in and out because we have four of them. Right. And I go downstairs and there's three <laughs> of the cats. And, Honey, have you seen Oliver? I haven't seen him since I've been home. And she goes, no. And we look around for him, don't see him anywhere, look down the basement. See, He's been dying to go outside for some reason. 
Don't know why he. Well, you got him as a straight, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But he seems happy inside with us. But he, anytime he, there's an opportunity, he, he tries squirrel. to run out or whatever. <laughs> so squirrel, I, squirrel. I go upstairs. I'm looking under the bed. Then I notice we'd had our bedroom window open with a screen. Uh huh. But it, the screen had a little hole. Well, now there's a huge hole. <laughs> oh, jeez. And he literally jumped out of the second floor bedroom window. To get out, and oh, he boy. so we go outside, make sure he's not squashed on the ground or whatever. But he was he was in the bushes. He was scared because there was you no know, our next door neighbor has a dog and there's uh-huh. kids. So he got out and then he got scared. And he's just I he's hiding in the bushes and under the house. And he saw us and then he ran around to the backyard and hid under our deck. <laughs> and we eventually got him out with treats and stuff. Oh. But, <laughs> but he jumped out of a second floor window. window. For some reason, they always land on their feet. But he seemed fine. I even checked him for a limp, and he's mm-hmm. he's fine. But he probably saw a squirrel or a bird yeah, or something yeah. going. Ooh. Cats are amazing creatures. Yes, they are. It makes me cats sad. are nature's way of saying not everything in life has a purpose. Yeah. Uh, he was curi- curious. Yeah. Curiosity yeah, killed the cat. But anyway, oh, did so. you did you would mention they, whenever cats fall, they land on their feet? Usually, that's the key to anti gravity. Did you not know that? Yeah. Okay, cats are half of the equation. The other half is buttered, buttered toast bread. that always falls yep. butter side down. Oh, is so that what it is? So you strap buttered toast to the back of a cat and you throw it at the ground and see, you know, it starts spinning <laughs> yeah. because they fight to see which Such one lands. Such an old joke. Such it is. an old joke. But it's a classic. It's great. Well, and I think there's some scientific fact in it. Yeah, I tried that once when yeah. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. With buttered toast and a cat? Yeah. <laughs> it was bitch getting the toast tied to the cat. <laughs> There you have it. Usually, if you put a collar or something around the cat's necks, or they're like, Actually, they, a, they fall over. It's a better than <laughs> a bitch trying to get the cat in the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> on that okay. note, can we go to are we take, take a break? Are we going to take a break? Are we going to take a break? We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about dogs and microwaves, I guess. I don't know. We'll move on. No, no, we won't be. Happy Halloween. And it's all that matters. Just wow. Just wow. <laughs> and so here we are. We got to go to the sport. Are we going to do spooky nah. music? No, nah, we don't need this. Oh, I was going to okay. do this. I got it right here. I have to try and figure out if I can say this and, and Bella Lugosi's voice. Through vampire lore. No, I can't do it. <laughs> it vamp- was pretty good. The vampire lore couple will see. No, the thing is, I wouldn't be able to keep it up without laughing. <laughs> Comes in many guises and in many parts of the world. Much of our modern concept of the vampire comes from an Irish author and theater manager named Bram Stoker. I was about to say Stroker. <laughs> I wrote it three that's times. That's an entirely different movie. That, that's the porn version. Yeah, that's it. An Irish author and theater manager named Bram Stoker, who in 1897 released one of the gothic horror genre's most important novels, Dracula. Dracula. Spoiler. Stoker's novel took inspiration from other vampire fiction, likely including The Vampires from 1819 by Jean Polidori and Joseph Sheridan La Fanu's Carmilla Carmilla, Carmilla. from 1872, in which the main character is a vampire who lusts after her friend Laura. Stoker took the name and pieces of his vampire's origin story from a Romanian ruler, Vlad III Vlad III, Dracula. From the earliest days of silent film, Dracula has fascinated moviegoers and continues to influence horror movie fans to this, horror movie films to this day. (laughs) And I want to point out real quick, this is important. This is the most important thing we're going to talk about. 
Vampires do not sparkle. sparkle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They'll be staked. <laughs> okay. But we're, right. not, we're not talking vampires in general. We're talking about Dracula. Yes, the man himself. Yes, the, the one the, that started the, it all. The, exactly, he did. It was, no, this movie came out when. The uh, one that we watched, <clears throat> was the one it? I watched this yesterday morning, was thirty-one. Was nineteen thirty-one? Yep. There were a couple okay. films before that. There was a there was a Dracula film in nineteen twenty. Was made in Russia. Mm-hmm. In twenty-one, there was an unlicensed Hungarian adaptation, and then in nineteen twenty-two. Nosferatu. The names were changed to protect the guilty, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was so obviously Dracula yeah. that um, Stoker's widow sued and and demanded that they destroy every copy of the film. Thankfully, one survived. Okay, of course it does. One survived, but it, they thought it was lost for decades. And that film was found in a vault around the scattered husks of other films that it had drained dry <laughs> and to <Hollywood>. survive. <laughs> Hollywood just sucks everything dry. Yep. And then they remake it. And then they remake, remake it again. It. Yes. But I mean, look at this list. This is I, there's huge. <laughs> How yeah. many times they've done the story of Dracula. Now, here's the thing. And and I know Billy, this is like this is your Zone, you love these. Yeah, movies. I love the I love the original Universal monster movies. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily love all the remakes. Sometimes there's good ones, sometimes there's bad ones. But I love the original, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Creature from right. the Black Lagoon, Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all the, the Mummy, oh, Mummy, the Mummy. Sorry, start channeling Queen. I, I, lo- I like the Mummy. We've discussed the the Brendan Fraser one, and I like the original. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the original. Now, here's it, when I went into this triumvirate of podcasts that we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, my first thought was to just write them off as cheesy horror movies. But the cheesy horror movie genre came right about in like the late 40s, 50s, 60s. That's the B-movie stuff that we're yes, used to. That's the Night remakes, of the Living Dead. The, the remakes, the stupid sequels, the, you know, the, the Bride of the Son of Frankenstein. I don't, you know, the, the Frankenstein's roommate. Billy things the like Kid that. meets Dracula yeah. is a real movie. Abbott and yes. Costello meet, you know. No, actually, I was just going to bring that up. That's one of the best monster movies. Yes. Is it really? Abbott and yes. Costello meet Frankenstein is a great, great, great movie. Yes. I'm going to have to watch it because I have not seen it since I was like, a lot of these things that we look at and think, <clears throat> oh, because they're sequels, because we're thinking about the sequels that we're right. used to. Yeah. Um, we think them of them as being, they're going to be terrible. But no, these were <laughs> franchise movies. They, mm-hmm. they were trying to make good films. Yeah. And the, the, the Universal Dracula films, most of them were decent. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, and Tanya and I were talking about this yesterday when we were watching Frankenstein, is that for me... The first thing I noticed was how these movies were very much the early days of cinema so that it's definitely a stage. It's a stage. Mm-hmm. It's, it's handled like a theater stage. <clears throat> like you can see the players coming in and out from stage left, stage right, stage left, stage right, coming up middle. You know, the blocking, the way that the camera is moved, you don't really see a lot of different angles. You're seeing the three walled sets, mm-hmm. you know, and and even with Frankenstein, um, which we'll talk about next week, it starts with a guy coming out through the curtain and addressing the audience as as if they were starting a play. You know, so I see that theme between the, the three movies we're, we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks. But you had a point, though, Sherry. Yeah. I saw your hand come um, up. Two points. Um, one, at the time we're talking about 
going to the movies was like going to the theater. It was an event, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, We have a gorgeous, gorgeous theater um, Mm -hmm. in Utica called the Stanley that started off as a movie house. And it is so ornate and so gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. People got dressed up. This was a big deal to go to the cinema. Um, And second... Funny that you should mention that about especially uh, Bela Lugosi's Dracula is because the reason he was chosen mm-hmm. for this film is because he was doing it on the stage. Oh, he was. He w- this was a stage play first, and he was so Dracula. He, so he helped adapt the stage yes. play for the cinema. Billy, did you have something? I, did, I was just going to mention, she mentioned the uh, theater in her town. At, that's very similar. The Eastman Theater started out as a movie theater. Okay. That uh, a, a while back, a year or two ago, I saw a silent movie classic called Safety Last with Harold Lloyd. It's huh. most famous oh, for the, the scene where yeah. he's hanging from the face of the clock. Yes. Oh, okay. Love that's him. where that's from? And that's where that's from. And right. I saw a screening of it there with the full orchestra uh-huh. playing the uh, music. For the hmm. movie, which is how they used to do silent movies at the Eastman Theater. They would have an orchestra playing the uh, the score. Got it. Oh, that's cool. Well, it's funny. Well, cool. While I was watching Dracula yesterday morning, it's like I was picking up on the fact that like a hand was coming up out of the coffin. There are spoilers. I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, <laughs> For a movie from 1931. Yes. <laughs> that, that, this that movie is almost hand, 100 years old at this point. A hand coming up out of the coffin, and then the camera pans left, and then it comes back right, and Bella Lugosi's there, and it like the the lights are just across his eye and everything else, and I'm just like, uh, uh, I can't. I was just like, I but just that's like, the thing is, we're so like used the... to we're so used to modern twenty first century special right. effects cinema. All right, well, we can't even call it cinema these days. It's, it's just, CGI. It's CGI movie making. All right, it's spectacle. It's it's the it's the overall visual that we're so used to in our in our modern era of cinema that we we've lost track of where it started and what it looks like, and so we just chalk it up immediately as cheesy. But this was some serious storytelling going mm-hmm. on here. Absolutely. You know, and, and Cher, you made the point. It's the play was adapted. The book was adapted to the play. The play was adapted to the movie. So you have this progression that, you know, the movie is almost a direct descendant of Bram Stoker's original words. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and a, a descendant. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's an I didn't evolution. Say, I didn't say it was the no. portrayal no. of his words, but it's a descendant of it. And, um, you know, so... If you sit back for a second before you watch this movie, and I and I think all five of us here in the room will recommend you at least try to, to, to watch this movie at least once. It's only 75 yes. minutes. Seriously, because this was original storytelling. Mm-hmm. All right. And movies were not meant to be two and a half, three hour, four hour spectacles as we get these days. You know, we're, they're always leaving you wanting more. This was a tight, compact story about a particular event. It has some minutiae in it. And and the acting may seem extreme, but it's a it's a different way of it's portraying. Stage acting. It's stage yeah. acting. You have stars of stage and screen. That's on what I find very interesting <clears throat> about films from this time. In mm-hmm. some ways, it's very intimate, like you were talking about the shot of just across his eyes. Mm-hmm. It's let's pull in as close as possible, but in other ways, they're playing. To the back row. Yeah. As if, because mm-hmm. most of these people came from theater. Right. So they were used to, the, and everything was grand and big, and the gestures are The huge. gestures were slow but huge. Um, so, and it's so interesting. It There is nothing mm-hmm. realistic about it. No. No. But it, there wasn't supposed to be. If you wanted realism, you lived your life. If yeah. you wanted 
the special, the spectacular, you went to the movies. Exactly. Exactly. Billy, when was the first time you remember watching this particular movie? Because I know th- this has been your jam forever. Strangely, I was a little kid. When mm-hmm. I was, uh, and this was in the mid mid to late 70s, mm-hmm. there was a movie theater down the street from where I lived uh, called the Cornet Theater. And it just used to show old movies. And I saw Dracula there when I was maybe 11 or 12. They used to show Three Stooges some weeks. They used to show old monster movies. They used to show, and I used to go every Saturday, mm-hmm. whatever they were showing, because I was always entertained by it. And that's where I saw Dracula. So you saw it in a theater? Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Um, I will admit, the first time I ever watched this movie in its entirety, <laughs> the other day. Mine was yesterday morning yeah. at uh, 9 o'clock on my phone. You know, we, we, that's the, and that's the thing is we've gotten so used to people talking about these movies and making references to these movies. And we've gotten used to the cheesy monster movies of the, the, the 50s, 60s, 70s. We were so used to slasher movies and sci fi movies and action movies and stuff. And the references back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, that it's almost part of the consciousness that we just assumed we've seen this movie mm-hmm. is yeah. what it feels like. You know, and so I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm like, I don't remember this part. I don't remember. Oh, it's because I've never actually watched the friggin' movie. That's why. What I found interesting was um, I rewatched this movie a couple years ago. I had completely forgotten Jonathan Harker is not the one who goes to the castle. Mm -hmm. It's um, Renfrew. Renfrew. Who did not exist in the book. He was created for this movie. It was <laughs> a brand new character. And how much is he in the... I mean, do you know about Renfrew? I know all about Renfrew. I know exactly who he is and uh-huh. what he did. And Was he a knockoff of Renfield? or I mean, because Renfield was in the play, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm mixing up the characters, I think. Renfrew was like the estate lawyer or yeah. something that was... But in the book, it's Jonathan Harker is the estate lawyer. Uh, and Renfield in the book was the crazy person he goes to see. So they kind of combined Jonathan Harker and Renfield into one character. He's mm-hmm. the bug eater. Got it. Right. Okay. Now, it's funny because like yes. watching it yesterday and I'm like going through your list of stuff and I'm seeing like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and I see the name Mina Harker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now... Now it makes sense to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I had never seen like the original Dracula or whatever to understand that. Did you that, see that, the that... 1992 with Gary Oldman? No. Yes. I did. <laughs> that was my introduction to Gary Oldman. Really? Yes. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. I know that's your favorite movie, but and I it had. It was my introduction. And guess it. what I still haven't done? Watch that movie. <gasps> to this day, You're I have I still have. Oh, stop it. No, because it's like not necessarily <laughs> something that. It like would appeal to me that I would want to go and watch. I was just like, oh, I guess I have to go watch some Dracula movies or whatever. I'm like, mm. I was talking to our friend Sean on Friday night, and I'm like, can I just go watch Van Helsing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I get Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman all in one movie, and man, I got Hugh Jackman to look at. <laughs> so is that what happy. your mother was saying earlier? No, that's a totally different one. Totally different one. Are we yep. going to talk about that one next yep. week? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. We're, you're going to bust out your mother's story because yes. picking on your mom is just—it's it's the Wolfman one. It's a perk. But but I'm just like I'm like okay. So then when I was watching it yesterday morning, I'm like oh, you know what? It's not necessarily horror. It's no suspense. <laughs> yes. It's thrilling. Yes. It's it's ooh, what's going to come yes. next? And you as the audience members, like no, don't do it. No, stop. But they're like. Ah, 
that I've heard. Dodie, dodie, dodie. Yes, those those early films were very gothic and and. They created, it was much more of a, there was more romance, there right. was more, it was just, it wasn't like what we consider horror now. Right. Like horror is like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which horror is today horrific. Is slasher. That's that, slasher. Yeah. yeah that That's I'm just different. like. Uh, horror is just. And we'll be doing, gore. we'll be talking about that yeah. in a coming podcast. Okay. We'll be talking about actual horror yeah, well, don't make me watch any of the actual. You don't have horror. to watch. I don't want to watch. We're gonna have a mm-hmm. guest in to talk about Good, cause it. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to watch. I'm like I've seen some of that stuff, and I'm just like, no, I'm just. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I'm not into horror movies because I'm tired of being disgusted. In essence, even though one of my friends wants to take me to see the nun, and I said, no, not a chance. <laughs> I don't like being scared. You drag Sean to all of those other movies. I know you he can really wants drag to drag me to that. I'm like, no. And he goes, and he's not even a big fan of that. He goes, but he will pay to see me squirm in regards to that. No, you'll spend three quarters of the movie hiding behind his arm. Yes, I'm that's just it. making that prediction I, right now. He's willing to pay for that, though. That's funny. I uh, know. So, That's funny. So, okay. Interesting bit of trivia. Yes. Quick trivia. Please tell me trivia. Um, when the 1931 Dracula was being filmed, at the same time, mm-hmm. a Spanish language version starring Carlos Vieres was simultaneously being filmed on the same sets. On the same set. On the same set. Timeshare. <laughs> they were filming two versions of Dracula on the same sets at the exact same moment. Did they have a particular reason for that? Was to make it a broader global audience? Yes. Or? Okay, so yep. they were doing that in Universal was doing it, so one for okay, one English-speaking audience okay. and one for Spanish-speaking, which I think is amazing. amazing. I love that. When you consider it. That, yeah, seriously, that stuff like that wasn't considered back in 1931. No. So. Wow. Billy, is this, uh, of the classic monster movies we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. this month, is this one of your favorites? To be honest with you, no. Okay. Um, I, I enjoy it because I enjoy all of them. Right. Uh, there's Bride of, Bride of Frankenstein is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. Oh, that's such we a talked good about that. That's <laughs> such a good movie. Uh, the Yabin Costello one, which I've mentioned yeah. already. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon isn't necessarily a great movie, but I but like it. But it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. And uh, strangely enough, the, the Dracula, I don't want to say ripoff, spinoff, uh, whatever... Love at first bite with George <laughs> Hamilton. Nice. Is ridiculous and funny. Well, it's George oh Hamilton. What, what do you want? It's oh not like you're going to get Shakespearean It, it, it took place there. during the disco era. Yeah. And uh, that's where the song, I love the nightlife, I got the <laughs> book, yeah, I'm <laughs> the disco. disco. Ah! That's where okay. that came from. Now that's oh cheese my. factor. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Cheese so that's when huge. when you're a little kid, you want to laugh, but you want to like monsters. Yeah, it works. Yep. Uh, my head goes to a couple of Scooby Doo movies. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there are a series. There's a three series movies of it's just Shaggy and Scooby, and Scrappy. Mm-hmm. And one of them. One of my favorite ones when I was little was the one where Shaggy gets turned into a werewolf by Dracula. <laughs> by Dracula. Wait, by Dracula, that, yes. because yes, vampires create right. werewolves, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. If they did like some sort of weird magical ritual thing. And then Buffy spiked Edward at the end. Oh, but oh my God, you should have a t-shirt that said that. Um, <laughs> but no, you, you mentioned Buffy. What I love, okay, Buffy, <laughs> they had it has its own vampire lore. Right. It has Always had its own vampire lore, different from anybody else's. Right. But when they brought Dracula on, oh yeah, they kept all the regular rules. Dracula rules. Uh huh. He didn't follow any of the other vampire rules. Right. He had his. He was doing his own thing. Yeah. 
I and just she, thought that I she didn't actually that. kill him outright in that episode, did she? She like got him a couple of times, but he kept coming back. She, I, I'm standing right here. Yes, <laughs> he's trying to rematerialize. She's like, I'm standing right here, and then he disappears. He comes back <laughs> in the comics because apparently funny. he get he's got like some sort of special powers that he got from something else. What really I found interesting was that role of Dracula was uh-huh. supposed to be played by Freddie Prince Jr. Really, they intended him to play it. Because they, oh, husband and wife. Yeah. yeah. But he was busy and couldn't do it. And that would have been awesome. That, that would have been a good inter- interaction. <laughs> There's some marriage counseling going on there. Another, That's funny. Yeah. The other Scooby-Doo movie that I like uh-huh. that has... It's not it's not Dracula himself, but he's him and Scooby became PE teachers for at this all-girls high school, uh, monster high school or yeah, something. It, like all-girls school. Yeah, yeah. They're and, all the monsters. Yeah, and they had the daughter of the Wolfman, the daughter of Frankenstein, and the daughter of Dracula. Didn't they have like a daughter of the Mummy too? Yep, and a ghost. Yeah, she just wants her mummy. <laughs> Are you my Are you mummy? mummy? Are you my mummy? Yeah, that's when I love and at that the very episode. at the very end, you get to see the actual characters themselves because they came to come meet the teachers. That <laughs> think of the legacy of those Universal monsters: oh, Dracula, yeah. Frankenstein's monster. What up to? The Munsters was only on for two years, and it's still a show that... Universally beloved. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Exactly. Very good. Um, And that that leads into a question that I usually ask when we're talking about topics like this, is without... It was Dracula first before Frankenstein? Because they were made in the same year. Um, I want to say Dracula was first. Um, the I'm... earliest Frankenstein film was 1910. It was oh. one of the first films ever created by Thomas Edison. Oh, a Frankenstein film. Yes, 15 minutes long, and you can get it, and you can watch it online. Wow! It's 15 minutes long. It was Thomas Edison, and it was the very Is that a YouTube thing, or and I found it all over the internet. Probably when I was one, doing two, three research. movies or Vimeo or no, anything I mean, else. everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. No, I'm talking like just <laughs> I, like I went like IMDb has a link. I mean, it's all crazy. Right. It's all over the place. So, so then, Frankenstein, and also the story of Frankenstein is older than the story of Dracula. All right, so we'll broaden the yeah. question out, and I asked because I asked this whenever there's a particular topic where I can do that. But the Dracula and Frankenstein one-two punch here for the 1931 Universal movies. Without these two movies, does the horror genre go where it has been? At this point, where it, where it's evolved into, or does it just kind of slowly fade away into nothingness without these movies? I think people like being scared. Yeah. So I think some version. So something of, would have come along somewhere along the line. Yeah. You're saying. I think that. <coughs> Someone. 19, I think the 1931 Dracula basically created the whole, even more than the book, mm-hmm. created the concept of Dracula, of how we think about Dracula. Okay. Um, and kind of cemented the, because as I, as, as like you said in the beginning, vampire lore, there's so much different vampire lore. But what we think of, our go-to is... Yes. Dracula. Garlic mm-hmm. crosses Garlic river. Garlic crosses, uh, st- wooden stakes, mm-hmm. no reflection. These are the things that we think about. Mm-hmm. And as, it came from this movie. And it came from Dracula, whether from the movie or from the, the book. book. It the, Dracula cemented our idea. I don't. I think we still would have horror. I mean, there was horror long before there was movies. Mm-hmm. There was gothic stories. I okay. Mean, I, mean, I mean, fairy tales. Mm-hmm. There's always been horror, and I think there always would have been. Mm-hmm. But where this is the most influential is on 
it took it basically basically supplanted almost all other ideas hmm. of vampires. And that's the, that's the point we're going to leave you on at this point. I think that's it. So our recommendation to you, because uh, we're doing shorter episodes in the next couple of weeks, so we're knocking a few of them out. Uh, so our recommendation is this is the Halloween season. This is the perfect season for this. Take the time. Find these movies. You can rent them for cheap, or you can call up Billy and borrow them from his DVD collection. <laughs> All right. Um, but but Tanya found them on... on um, Vimeo, one, two, three movies. Google Play. I rented it for two ninety nine at Google Play yeah. once we got that to work. This is going to be fun stuff for you guys. And so we highly recommend take the time, sit down, watch Bella Lugosi in action. And I think you could probably borrow them from the library. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure. that too. I'm sure. That's also an option. So So take them in. And uh, and then share with us your thoughts of Dracula. And which version do you like? Yeah. Which we, version oh, do you like? Oh, please let us know. Let Absolutely. us know. Absolutely. Let us know what you think about uh, your your impressions of the Dracula lore and what movie is your favorite out there. And um, we got a lot to pick from. Yep. Yeah, and just remember, vampires don't no. sparkle. We'll but be right back. But they do exist. They do exist. And we'll <laughs> be right back. I'm going to go to break with a comedian. Dan Polidorus has something to say on this. Like the worst novelization I ever saw was a book of Bram Stoker's Dracula. So not the novel Bram Stoker's Dracula. It was a book based on the 1993 Keanu Reeves smash hit. <laughs> based on the novel from the 1800s. How far gone intellectually do you have to be where that's the book you've chosen to read? Yeah, no, I'm reading uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, that's pretty good. What do you mean, gothic lit? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Oh, no, yeah, you're thinking of uh, Dracula the novel. This is Dracula the novel, the movie, the book. It's totally different, so. I mean, it's not as good as what I just finished uh, reading. I just finished reading uh, Street Fighter II, the arcade game, the movie, the novel. Uh, it's pretty good. I think you could maybe just read this paper for me. I wrote it for school. It's called Garbage Pail Kids, The Collector Trading Cards, The Movie, The Book, The Senior Thesis. <laughs> the Senior All Thesis. Right. Nice. That was great. I'm waiting to see where the music's going. I'm watching a monkey trying to sneak up behind you with her Dracula claws. And then, and then do I like, get bitten? No, she just cuddles. <laughs> So she's a cute little vampire. She is a doll. I love this she girl so much. She is the so cuddle much. monster. Oh, this this gets me in the mood for the Halloween. Yeah, it gets fall me in the mood season. to look oh, over yeah. my shoulder every time I turn the corner into a room. <laughs> That's why I don't like going to the house with dark with it's dark and things like that. I go flying <laughs> in. I I don't like being scared. That's spooky. Oh, poor Tanya. Yes. We still love you though. Mm. So we got some uh, events coming today. up. We're going to talk about events right now. We are? We are, because Halloween weekend is going to be very, very busy for very us. Very busy. <laughs> Big All time. Right. It's, it's the shenanigans, the shenanigans will start are about, about 11.30 to Thursday, that Thursday morning. We are coming back. We, you know, FC3, we've been a little quiet the past few months, but guess what? Coming back with We're a vengeance. Back. Mighty Monkey Corporation Night at the Nightmare Manor with special guest, our favorite shenanigator, Michael Kosky. Tickets are $20 at the door. Donations of children's books or school supplies accepted to walk through with directors of Mighty Monkey Corporation and Michael Kosky of The Walking Dead. Proceeds of the evening going to MMC education programs. Please note, no discounts on coupon or coupons will apply to this event, and that is going to be October 25th. 
starting at 7 p.m. at the Nightmare Manor, South Town Plaza, 3333 West Henrietta Road, Rochester, New York, 14623. That's Halloween weekend for you. And now I believe this is the last year of Nightmare Manor. I so believe I've heard that rumor out. too. So yes. make sure you come, come out. out. If you've always wanted and, to try it, this is your opportunity to do it. And can't wait to come oh, yeah. see fans of Walking Dead, fans of whatever. He's Now, as usual, Wingman, his, our, our buddy Greg. Greg is uh, not available. Is not. Uh, Greg. French. 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 I was about to call him Finch for some reason, and I just knew inherently that was the wrong name. Um, but Greg French will not be able to make it because no. he has another obligation he's doing that weekend. Right. So we're not having full shenanigans going on. Par- partial we shenanigans have... in. He's pulling in whatever board directors are willing to shenanigate with him. Well, you know I'm in. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was know? just going to say. I'm not oh, that's gonna be a Considering I don't like to be scared, I'm not going to be at Nightmare Man. I, I, okay. I, I, neither do I. I don't like doing that stuff, but I love being a part of it. Yes, I'll I love, do it to somebody else. I love else. scaring people, but I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like See, to be See, I can't do haunted houses for a very specific reason. Claustrophobic? Um, no. Um, no, that's you. Strobe lights. Strobe lights. Strobe lights. Oh. They make me nauseous. Yeah. And I've, ne- I've never been in a haunted house that doesn't have strobe lights somewhere. Mm. Now we got I a couple other go. things going on because, like I said, that's a busy weekend. That's a bi- busy weekend Michael for the FC3 will be crew. In Michael early will be in. that afternoon, and we're going to do that's on Thursday. October this is going to be. A, I'm looking forward to this one. Tasting and trivia at Knox Craft Cocktails and Comfort Foods again with Michael Koski. We're going to be keeping him busy. That's how we keep mm-hmm. him out of trouble. Tickets are thirty five dollars and include a drink voucher. Light food tastings and an evening of trivia. Prizes to be announced later. Yes, October 26th from 7 to 11. Limited number of tickets will be available, so make sure you get in touch with us. To check get, out our Facebook page. Check our Facebook it. page to get your hands on that, and that will be at our usual living room. Knox Craft Cocktails and Comfort Food, 302 North Goodman Street, E101, Rochester, New York. And that is, is in the Village Gate Mall. This is specifically a ticketed event. Yes. So in order to attend, you need to have bought a ticket. Can't just, are we going have tickets at the door? No. No. Probably Every, not. Everything <laughs> is pre-sale only, and okay. we'll have that information up on our Facebook page. There you go. A limit of 50 people. It's a small gathering. Okay. So on the 25th, we'll be at Nightmare Manor. At the 26th, we'll be at Knox. And then October's 27th and 28th, to round out Halloween weekend for us, is the Flower City Mini Con. Exhibitors, vendors, and artists. Tables for the weekends are only $75. Contact Brian at fc3roc.org if you are interested. We will be at the Grease Ridge Center Mall in the theater wing like we always are for these mini cons. Mm -hmm. So as you can tell, we are going to be coming out full steam ahead for Halloween weekend 2018. And, and I do believe that we are going to have um, like a little mini trick-or-treating at the yes. vendors for kids that... For the kids parade and stuff like that. Kids parade and oh, coming crap. costume. I'm going to wind up getting another cat from Lollipop Farm <laughs> trick-or-treating. <laughs> Can I have a black cat? Yeah. For Here some we have reason, 12. Like, black no. cats don't get... Uh, they will not adopt out black cats within... Uh, you Most places are within a week or two before and yeah, after and Halloween. And that's a, because I, I honestly am a, a big black Black cat fan. Oh, Me I too. would love a little black and kitten. Mine died last December, and yeah. I have wanted Poor another Jill, one. But, you uh, know, Petco, the grasp at Petco yeah. had adoptions yesterday at Greece. Yeah. But so. I, I've got four. <laughs> I had three momentarily last week, but I've got four cats. <laughs> don't know if I want to go to that extra crazy route of yeah. having five. The, the no. whole new level of 
five. Yeah. There's something about that. Four, you're like, okay. Five, it's like, okay, now I've just stepped over a line. Well, yes. from three Right to now, f- Sherry only has to hurt four of us. <laughs> <laughs> I was questioning the three to four last year. And yes. That's uh, just a part of things. Yeah. Just exactly. part of life. You know, it's funny you say that, Tanya. As part of my job and my Your research. Yeah, no, part of my job with Mighty Monkey um, and my research. Um, there is a Cat Herders Day next month. So we're going to... I'm expecting gifts. Okay. Okay. Let us know what day that is. podcast day today? Yes. Today is International (laughs) Podcast Podcast Day. Day. So we're recording on Podcast Day. So is that a 9.30 or is this the day that it drops? 9.30. 9.30. For over two centuries. (laughs) This has been National (laughs) Podcast Day. Celebrate (laughs) us now. So I think that's all the events that we have going (laughs) on. So let me ask you, dear listener, do you want to be part of the FC3 Mighty Monkey and Mighty Monkey Corporation experience. There are a few ways of doing that. The first way to do it is to become a sponsor. Please. We have sponsorship levels of all kinds and are even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Please contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. The next way to do it is by supporting us on Patreon. Please check us out at www.patreon.com backslash fc3roc. All membership levels will include access to the Patreon-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels. Shout out to a couple of our amazing patrons, Jen Bevan and James Irish. Thank you guys for supporting us and sticking with us through the years, all 200 of them that we've been podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Want to help others find the show? Please leave us a review wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Podbean, YouTube, Titcher, Titcher, Stitcher. <laughs> really? And if you're especially lucky, you can be here in studio with us while we record. Is there a place you find your podcast and you can't find FC3 Monkey Business? Please let us know. And please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. If you do, say hi. We love it when you say hi. Hello. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> so I want, never mind. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. No, he never says that, though. It's like Scotty beat me up. It's yeah, a line yeah. that yeah. is just attributed to him, but he never actually says yep. it. Anyway, question of the week. Billy. Yes. What movie can you watch over and over again and never get bored with it? I was thinking of this going through some of my favorite movies in my head, but yeah. there's one that, because I just watched it again recently for the first time in a while, uh-huh. and it's still, to me, 1975 film, Tommy, the okay. ad- adaptation of the Who's uh, <coughs> classic rock opera. Nice. And Ken Russell does a, it's a visual masterpiece. And Margaret was nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And it's music from start to finish, tells the story of the deaf, dumb, and blind kid that plays a mean, mean pinball. And it's, I love it. And it, it holds great. up. It's, it's, ju- it, it's just a visual masterpiece and full is it, of great music. Is and, it me, or is it almost like Tommy and Jesus Christ Superstar are almost the same movie? <laughs> huh. <laughs> Well, Tommy is an allegory for Jesus. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, that's that was always the impression I got. Those those the religious rock operas of yeah. the seventies. Yeah, and it's not really, th- it's not really thickly veiled in some places. No, no. <laughs> it really isn't. So no. I was just curious. Nope, but how, that, that's my choice. How about you, Cher? We mentioned it earlier. 
Yeah. Rosencrantz and, and Guildenstern are, are dead. dead. Um, if you haven't seen this film, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are two minor characters in Hamlet who are almost never in the play. They're mm-hmm. very minor characters. They're so minor that there is nothing that differentiates the characters. Right. They're completely interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Just one's called Rosencrantz and one's called Guildenstern. Every night the actors could change and it wouldn't make any difference. Right. Because they're really that minor. They're, they're plot devices. But Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead is the story of Hamlet from their point of view. And it's um, one of Gary Oldman's first movies, isn't one it? One of Gary Oldman's first. It's Gary Oldman <clears throat> and Tim Roth. Oh, wow. And Richard okay. Dreyfus. Oh, God. Really? Yes. I'm still watching this now. It's an amazing film. Um, because they're almost never in the play, they have no idea what's going on at any point. Um, they're confused all the time, um, and because their characters are so interchangeable, they're all the. Way, it's a running thing through the entire movie that they're not sure which one is it's Rosencrantz and which one is Guildenstern. And they say that to each other. Yes, they tr- they're trying to figure it out because ever since they were called for, everything nothing has made sense in their worlds. And um, but there and there are parts that are Hamlet. The the scenes that they're actually in in the play. That they take them, the they take those directly from, and every now and then you see them watching a scene. Mm-hmm. And um, in the play of Hamlet, there there's the players, the the the, mm-hmm. uh, the traveling acting troupe. Richard Dreyfus, his character is just called the player, and he is the head of this acting troupe. And he's trying to tell them what's going on, and they're not getting it. It's an amazing film. It's a, it's got an amazing cast. It's got. Uh, the, the costuming, oh my God, it's a Ren Fair seamstress's wet dream. Nice. Oh my God, the costumes are beautiful. It's ju- it's funny, it's based on a play by Tom Stoppard. Okay. And it's just fantastic. I never get bored with it. I laugh every time. And to quote Gary Oldman, and you'd be absolutely right. And you'd be absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> That was a gift you, an animated gift you <laughs> sent me once, and I, it's still on my phone somewhere. Yeah, that and that and I, I'm no good. I'm no good in lead. I'm I'm only good in support. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ton? Uh, I have to pick one. You have to, yeah, I know. Seriously, it's difficult. Um, I was putting that that note on. I have to watch that. Yes, um, please, please watch it. I want to say pr- probably one of them's Armageddon. Okay, really? Never, never seen it. Armageddon uh, with Bruce Willis with and Ben Bruce Affleck. Willis, it's like it just like every so often, like I was in the kitchen the other day, like within the last week, and I suddenly got Aerosmith in the back of my head. Randy, never seen it. Um, Randy's on the on the couch, and he goes, "Name the movie," and I just turned and looked. I'm like Armageddon, and it's just like he picked it up at the beginning where the the head of NASA is talking to Bruce Willis about training a group of astronauts to drill this meteorite and he's like you stole my plans type thing and now you mm-hmm. can't get whatever to work right so that's one anytime it's on it, if you're flipping through the channels that's one that we will always stop and mm-hmm. watch um definitely i would have to go top gun really yes never seen it tanya feels the need the, the need, need for speed. speed never seen it no she just feels the need for that volleyball scene <laughs> I'm going to just subtly and classly go over here and hi Monk. Hi. How about you, darling? I wasn't uh, done. <laughs> Too bad, just, it's my turn. Just quietly fantasize in the corner. We're on a time limit today. <laughs> First Fine. Avengers movie. 
The first Avengers oh. movie. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's, Absolutely. It's what Shwarma. got me into MCU. <laughs> That's true. Did you know that um, Robert Downey Jr. hid treats all yes. over so he was the always snacking. <laughs> and he was always snacking, so when he handed it off to uh, Mark Ruffalo, he, yeah. he's like... <laughs> that was all improv. Yeah. 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 And, and the people who were like the set managers were they always no- trying to collect them all to keep yeah. them off couldn't the set, but he couldn't... Yeah. He was they hiding couldn't them. find them. No. He couldn't find them all. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got... Um, Got Rosencrantz and Gildas Jr. dead. We've got Top Gun and Armageddon. Uh, We've got Tommy. We've got the first Avengers movie. And I have to add two to the pile because there's just, these are dead. And we've we've done a not a book club on one of them. Princess Bride. Mm. Of course. I just, anytime that movie's on, seriously, I'm going to sit and watch. And then the other one, no matter where in the movie it is, as soon as I see it, I have to sit down and watch the rest of it as the fifth element. Mm, that was that was another one on my list. I, for whatever reason, I just, I just can't get enough of that damn movie. And I hate to admit it, uh-huh. Overboard. Goldie Hawn? Yes, I love that movie. Kurt so Russell? <laughs> I couldn't. I I could not watch the I, remake of it. No, I, no. I, I won't no, even try. The, the I won't even try. Was but the way you said doesn't matter where it is in the movie. Yeah, when it's it like comes you can pick to, it up. In I, it. I have to watch it. I okay. have to stop and okay, fa- watch it. Favorite um, um, guilty pleasure movie then? Yeah, yours is Overboard. I want to hear what one. <laughs> oh, guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, that you I, love. Here's mine: Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. Bill and Ted's movie. Excellent Adventure. You are in my head there because that was the movie <laughs> popping into my head as you start speaking. Oh, favorite guilty pleasure. Now I have to come up with a second Better one. Better than it has The, the one you're right embarrassed to, to say. The one I'm embarrassed to say. I'm not embarrassed about Bill oh, and Ted. No, well, uh, I, like Adventures in Babysitting gets the laugh that it rightly deserves. Cool world. Okay. Oh, oh Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, you know burn. what? You know what? The movie is horrible, and I admit it freely that the. the, it's, the but it's got Kim Bassinger in it. It's got an early, a young Brad Pitt. Right. But it's the damn trailer. The trailer is what sold that movie, and I cannot watch that movie without thinking the trailer was so frigging cool. Yeah. Yes. It was so awesome. And so my love for the movie stems from the fact that the trailer was so frigging awesome. So, yeah, cool world. And it's Gabrielle it. Byrne. I love Gabrielle. Gabrielle Byrne. Byrne's awesome. Yeah. Guilty, oh, pleasure, guilty pleasure, Tony. movie over there, little one. Uh, See, both of your favorite no ones idea. would be my guilty would be guilty pleasures for me because I really, really hate Tom Cruise. Hey, hey, Mama. <laughs> Is there? Any, do you ever notice any movie that I'm like, oh, um, I like this movie. I really shouldn't be watching it. <laughs> uh, no, you're not. You don't feel guilty about any of the movies <laughs> you watch Good incessantly. Nope. Okay, she is going to be 20 years old in November mm-hmm. and I constantly walk in and she's watching Anastasia she's hey, watching I Mulan. like the music she lo- oh yeah. Mulan's my favorite of the Disney oh movies my gosh. oh it's a great one I love I the love second one. one too the second one's so good yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Fine. I like the music of it. All right, I don't so, know if I truly would have like a guilty pleasure movie. I just like sit down and enjoy movies for whatever. See, your guilty pleasure lies within pages, not on screens. <laughs> Shh. Yes. Yes. You, she, she reads trashy romance novels. Like, and um, there's a problem with that. No, there's no. I, I've got lots of guilty pleasures. There's some on my phone currently. <laughs> uh, let's. You want to. You want to compare, Billy? Let's we're going to run for our life at this point. Okay. And uh, so for the for, for Tanya and for Billy oh. and for Sherry and for Monk and for myself, this has been Monkey Business. Yes. Oh my gosh, she's scrolling through this, the titles. Heaving bosoms and alabaster skin. This has been Monkey Business, brought to you by the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Minicon. Coming at you at the end of October, Halloween weekend, 2018. 
Love us on Facebook. Like us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us anywhere you want to go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. All y'all have a great week, and we'll see you soon. And it's been entertaining. Dun, dun. <laughs>